Hey there, adventurer. I appreciate you taking the time to do an investigation check and dig into the archives of the show. I wanted to let you know that this is an old episode back when the show was called The Hard Thing Podcast. The topics are still the same, though the format and some of the names are different. If instead you are coming back to The Hard Thing Podcast, well, surprise, we changed our name and some of our branding. Feel free to hang out in the archives and listen to all the wonderful old episodes of The Hard Thing Podcast or take on a new adventure by listening to some of our current episodes. Either way, happy adventuring. Hey guys. Justin here. Before we get into today's show, I have one important announcement. I am trying to figure out what you want. Yeah, that's right. I want you to tell me exactly what you want from me, the podcast, what sort of resources would help you out the most as well. I want to give you an opportunity to join the email list so that way you can get updates on new episodes, bonus content, as well as a, gi a giveaway. So uh, go to the link in the show notes below. Uh, it's a pretty long link, so I'm not going to read it out loud. And this announcement is so important that you will probably hear this for the foreseeable future on every single episode. So don't be surprised if you hear this message again. But in the meantime, go to that link in the show notes below, join the mailing list, as well as tell me what you want. Tell me what would help you the most and what would help you do hard things. Okay. And who knows, I might do some sort of giveaway based on how many people respond, and uh, who all signs up. So stay tuned. Go to the link in the show notes below. But while you're doing that, I'm going to get to today's show. This is the Hard Thing Podcast. Today, we are overcoming average. I want to welcome you back to another episode of the Hard Thing Podcast. This is the podcast that helps you overcome average, step up above mediocrity, all by doing hard things. Our goal is to help you improve your life by doing those hard things you know you need to do, but you have been avoiding. So reach out to us on Facebook and or Instagram. Join the movement at the Hard Thing Podcast. Tell us what hard things you're going through. We'd love to see how we can help out. Uh, today is our Thursday meditation show for those of you who are new, and that just means you'll hear from me some of my thoughts, musings, and uh, I guess philosophies about life and how to improve it. And before we get into the show, I want to ask you guys a quick favor. Go ahead and share this podcast with someone you know. Think of someone who could benefit from this message and share it with them. And then the second favor is also go to gofundme.com slash overcoming-average. Help us raise $1,000 for Operation Underground Railroad. So what they are is they are a nonprofit organization that goes undercover to rescue kids from sex trafficking. It is uh, a big job that they have and they need lots of help. So help us raise $1,000 for them to rescue some kids. Now let's get right into today's show. It is March. And as uh, those of you who were with me last month know, I have separated each month into a topic. And the topic of March is fitness, fitness and health. Okay. And I'm excited to talk about what we're talking about today. And I think fitness is important because your body is a massive part of your life. You can't have any sort of experiences in life without your body because your body is actually what uh, experiences everything. Uh, that's obvious to say, but you know, people don't put it together that if that's the case, you have to make sure your body is in tip top condition. It's not going to happen overnight, but it will happen if you put your mind to it and your blood, sweat, and tears. Okay, that's a bit, uh, you know, dramatic, but. I truly believe that you will have to sweat and 
force yourself to do hard things. So today we're going to talk about what everyone should be doing in the fitness realm. And uh, these are just some of my personal beliefs as far as what everyone should do. And uh, they are particular and general at the same time. So let's just get into it. I have found 12 things I think everyone should do. First one is something. The best way to start a fitness program or physical training of any kind is to start something right now. I literally mean right now. Uh, you might not know this, but, and, and you, obviously you, you probably won't because, I mean, anyways, but at work, I have gone out into the stairwell and done sets of body squats just to start something in my life. Uh, on days when I missed workouts in the morning, I would go do that. And the reason why I did that is because when you start doing something, it becomes easier to do more things. I noticed that doing those body squats eventually helped me to wake up in the morning and have the workouts when I wanted to do them because it continued that momentum of doing something. Doing something is better than doing nothing all the time, hands down. So while you're listening to this podcast, whether you're at work or wherever, obviously if you're driving, don't, you know, don't do anything stupid, but I want you to take time right now and do 10 push-ups five push-ups. I don't know, whatever it is. Because doing something right now is going to give you a little bit of momentum. And that's going to help you next time you try and do something. Okay? That's number one. Number two is pull-ups. I believe every person should be able to do pull-ups. Why? Well, and this is again, slightly dramatic, but what other workout can help you save yourself? in so many different instances. We, we, we see all sorts of movies where there's someone hanging, right? They're hanging and they can't pull themselves up or, or they need help pulling themselves up. Well, frankly, hanging is sometimes a difficult challenge. So if you can't even pull yourself up, you will have a hard time maintaining your life in those instances. You never know when you might be hanging from a large place or something like that. And you, you don't want to fall. Obviously. I remember when I was a kid, I fell off a tree and it was the strangest thing. I just fell. I don't remember falling, but I was on the ground. I think I might've blacked out or something and falling is not fun. So learn to do pull-ups to be able to pull yourself up. And in a very symbolic way, I think this will help you in other facets of your life because you will learn how to metaphorically pull yourself up to new heights. So learn how to do pull-ups. Number three is running. Again, this is one exercise or one thing you should do that will apply in so many different instances in your life. Again, we're going dramatic. So let's think about a zombie apocalypse. Running would be very useful, right? Um, I heard a story when I was younger, I, I was on, I was on a football team and there was these four boys that came to practice one day and they didn't end up padding up. They just sat on the sidelines. And apparently what happened was they had all gotten carbon monoxide poisoning. That's right. They were in a cabin and the, somehow they all got out. Okay. They, they all got themselves out, but one boy ended up running 
to the next cabin over barefoot to go get help. Everyone should be able to do that. Everyone should be able to be in that condition that if they need to, they could run from one point to another in an emergency. Or, you know, on the positive side, let's say you have kids and your kids want to run around and play because that's what kids do. Wouldn't you like to have the momentum, not the momentum, the energy and the stamina to be able to run around and play with your kids? So learn to run. And the best part is about running, it does not require basically anything. You could run right now. I mean, imagine yourself, let's say you're in, you know, clothes that you just got home from the office. You can go run for a minute. Okay, you might start sweating, but who cares? Whatever. Or put some workout clothes on. Go running. So don't forget, go running. Uh, Number four is quick burst training. I think this is important because it's kind of the opposite of, uh, I guess it, it, it's a facet of running, but the ability to sprint, to go fast really quickly, because there will be times in your life where you will have to do that. Uh, I play soccer, and you have to sprint a lot in soccer. And let's say you need to run really quickly from point A to point B. Not so much endurance, but you're under a time crunch, Right. Wouldn't you like to know that you have that capability? Your life is in danger, right? You are cornered or something like that on a street or um, basically someone is pursuing you and you have to run. Being able to sprint could save your life. Being able to sprint can also increase the quality of your life. So learn to sprint or go in quick bursts. Number five is core work. You need to work on your core because it holds every part of your body together. I have done different workouts where because the lack of strength in my core, I wasn't able to complete the exercise. So I think uh, pull-ups was one of them. And I think uh, I think it was squats. Uh, but both of these, I... I didn't have a very strong core and I started working on my core and I found these workouts to get a little bit easier if I remember right. So work out your core because it holds everything together. Also, I, I, and I'm not an expert in martial arts at all, but I took a martial arts class in college, which was very fun. By the way, we were learning primarily Brazilian jujitsu and while rolling around on the mats with my, uh, my co-students, I guess my, my, is that the word? Co-students. Uh, one of them who had you know, a background in wrestling, and that was my first time doing any sort of grappling. So needless to say, I was terrified because, frankly, I'm terrified of everything. But anyways, uh, my co-student and I were rolling around, and he was having a hard time, uh, even though he had a lot more experience. He ended up you know, submitting me and whatnot, but he did say that I had good core strength, and that gave him a lot of difficulty while we were rolling around. So core strength comes in handy in many, many situations. So you never know when you might need to have a good core strength. Number six, swimming. And this one goes back to saving your own life. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you could swim if you were drowning, right? Or if you were at risk of drowning, maybe you fell into a river or a lake or something like that. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you had some sort of swimming training under your belt? 
Now, let's say someone else falls in a river or a lake or something like that or a pool. Knowing how to swim, good enough to be able to save someone else's life would come in real handy in that instance. So you need to, to figure out how to swim. Also, it's a very effective workout for your entire body and it is very low impact on your joints, which is nice, obviously, if you're having good form and whatnot. So you can learn how to swim without impacting your joints very well. That's good for old people or people who are uh, rehabilitating. Again, also, it is good to know you can swim if you are in a life or death situation and someone needs you to come save them or you need to save yourself in water. That's number six. So you should learn how to swim. Quick pause on the show, guys. Uh, I know we are talking a lot about fitness this month, and uh, uh, that's because, uh, frankly, I chose it because of March Madness. I thought it was kind of funny to how they, how they lined up. But anyways, in all of your fitness pursuits, make sure you have the right supplements. I don't really know why I brought up March Madness, but uh, get good supplements, you know, just so you can perform to your very best, recover when you need to, and have the strength you need. So go to One Mission Nutrition. They are a high-quality supplements company proteins, pre-workouts, green drinks, everything you need. You can get a 10% discount today. Just go to allegiance.onemissionnutrition.com slash the hard thing podcast. And uh, while you're doing that, I'm going to get back to the show. Number seven is stretching. Frankly, not enough of us stretch and most of us sit in such sedentary positions at work, at home, that our muscles, they constrict in these unnatural ways, or, or maybe not not the best of ways, maybe unnatural is the wrong way to say it, but when time comes for us to exert ourselves strenuously, we are unprepared and our muscles tear in damaging ways. Not just our muscles, but our ligaments as well. Flexibility is very important because it helps prevent injuries. So find ways to add stretching to your routine. Number eight is less about fitness, more about nutrition, but everyone should monitor what they eat. I don't care if you feel you have the fastest metabolism, someday it is going to catch up to you. And the best part about metabolisms is that we only really see the continuous effects of a metabolism. And what I say by that is you only start to notice constant hab like the result of constant habits once it reaches a critical threshold that it's very difficult to do something about it. So for example, you only really notice that you have damage in your body once you reach a point where fixing that is a little bit more difficult than it would have been if you had tried earlier. And you only notice that you've been eating too much once you become so obese that uh, it's kind of hard or, or you will have to change some sort of habits. So even if you feel like you have a very uh, fast metabolism, monitor what you eat and maybe you're in great shape. I would challenge you to hone down, maybe not hone down, but uh, zoom is a better word. Zoom down onto the nutrients you're consuming, the fuel you're getting and what it's doing to your body on a microscopic level. And microscopic in the metaphorical sense, not the figurative sense. Wait, no. Figurative, yes. Literal, no. So that's number eight. Number nine is sweat. 
in order to develop yourself physically, you will have to sweat because that's a sign, not the sign, but a sign that your body is working and you are working pretty hard enough to burn calories, okay? And burn calories isn't, it's kind of a vanity metric, but hear me out. I think it's also important to sweat because there is a motivational factor in it as well. When you sweat, it's the act of doing something, overcoming something, imposing your will on something, accomplishing something. Sweat is, in my opinion, it's kind of a trophy because it means you didn't just show up, but you showed up and you started to work. So make sure you sweat. Number 10 is measure. Everyone should measure what they're doing physically. And the only reason you need to do this is so you can increase what you are doing physically. You can push your limits. You can expand your capabilities. This is really important. And a quick example at work, I, uh, I, I perform a specific job where there are tasks that I complete. And when I first started, I wasn't measuring how many tasks I complete in a day. But now I measure how many tasks I complete in a day and how long it takes to complete those tasks. And ever since I did that, just by measuring, I've gotten a little bit faster at those tasks, which means I can accomplish more tasks in the day. And this is important because in fitness, you measure things and they will naturally start to improve just a little bit, you know. And you can speed that up by implementing programs to force improvement, to, to, to push expansion, okay? Make sure you measure what you're doing. And that leads me to number 11. You need to set goals because you, our bodies have a natural way of being efficient. So basically, it gets rid of whatever is not being used, which is kind of sad if you think about how fat some of us are. Uh, but basically, that means if you're not using your muscles, your body gets rid of them because it doesn't need them and your cells die out. It doesn't maintain them and your body seeks to minimize the use of squandered resources, the, the squandering of used resources. So set goals in order to use your resources, your body resources, as efficiently as possible. And again, this is just a microcosm of what happens in your life as a whole. When you set goals and attain them in fitness, it becomes a springboard for the rest of your life. It becomes much easier for you to reach those goals outside of the gym, outside of the workout room, and they compound on each other. It becomes a virtuous cycle. So set goals in your fitness regimes, regimen, I'm probably not using that word right, and you will start to realize success outside of your workouts. Number 12 is strength training. I think everyone should participate in strength training because there are a host of medical benefits. For one, I think it for one it improves your memory. It also improves bone density and helps if you do it right, it can help to prevent injury and also in just kind of a more broad sense, it can help in your life as a whole because you are more capable. You can do more things. You can lift heavier things, which means you are more useful to those around you and yourself. And I think metaphorically and symbolically, 
strength training is a great way to build self-confidence. What could be better than lifting heavy things? Later in the day after you've done your workout, you can look back and say, you know what? I lifted that heavy thing. I, I deadlifted 250 pounds or, or whatever you do. And that can serve as a boost to help you do the next thing. So strength train. Number, wait, no. Now to sum it all up, you need to do something, do pull-ups, go running, do quick burst training, do core work, go swimming, do stretching, monitor what you eat, sweat, measure your goals, set goals, and strength train. I want to thank you guys for listening to this episode. I hope it was meaningful to you. Go ahead and tell me what you think. Reach out to me on Facebook and or Instagram. I'd love to hear what you think about today. What one of these things do you agree with? Do you not agree with? Do you like? Tell me your thoughts. I'd love to get to know you and know what hard things you're dealing with because maybe we can help. Also, again, help us reach our goal of $1,000 for Operation Underground Railroad. Go to gofundme.com slash overcoming-average. I will see you guys on Monday. We have an excellent show coming out. You really won't want to miss this one. It's very interesting. Uh, I won't give you any spoilers, but we will see you on Monday. Until then, go and do hard things because you will overcome average. Hey guys, one quick announcement for today's show, and you might have heard this already, even in today's episode, but uh, I have an awesome opportunity for you guys. Once in a lifetime, you have the opportunity to have dinner with myself and a covert CIA operative. That's right, an undercover spy. Uh, my guest, Andrew Bustamante, has been gracious enough to offer himself up uh, as guest for a dinner with myself and one lucky audience member. So if you want to sign up for that, make sure you hit the link in the show notes below. As well, you can go to Instagram and hit the link in my bio at The Hard Thing Podcast. This is first come, first serve, and there's only one slot. So whoever signs up first will have the opportunity to come to Utah and have dinner with myself and Andrew Bustamante. It's an exciting opportunity. It's one that you'll be able to brag about to your friends of being able to sit down having dinner with an undercover secret agent. So don't waste any time. Go ahead and sign up in the link in the show notes or go to Instagram at The Hard Thing Podcast and click the link in my bio and you'll find all the relevant information there. Uh, so look forward to having dinner with you. <laughs>